This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. Yes, it involves so many great things with athletics and so many not great things as well. Uh, times uh, that are not so great right now with the football team that is trying to find its way in the world. But it involves other great things like a volleyball team that's had a pretty good season thus far. It does things uh, outside of football. It involves uh, people in, at the university with academics outside the university in the community and beyond. Whether you are a person with a local Auburn business that has that little Auburn insignia posted somewhere on your wall, just making sure everybody knows, especially the banners when they walk in there, that you're part of the Auburn experience. We appreciate you being here and being part of our little family within the Auburn family. This is the Auburn Experience Podcast with myself, Kyle, uh, your host, alongside my co-host, Mr. Austin Scott, who I welcome back because it's always better with members of the Auburn family. How are you doing, Austin? Hey, man. War Eagle, Kyle. Uh, thanks for having me again. Always great to uh, spend time on the Plains, and it was another home game weekend, so that Auburn experience kind of manifests itself a little bit further every time we got a home game and people come back to the plains um it definitely did that this weekend on a nice crisp october day and absolutely uh, episode 10 we we made it to double digits my friend i didn't even address it yeah this is episode 10 i can't believe that we made it here Um, i know it's it's shocking when you think about how this started and how uh how we didn't know what we were doing really we were just running with it to talk to talk about the auburn experience and uh it's turned into a nice little debrief every Sunday mm-hmm. after, therapy. after uh, whatever, whatever goes on on Saturday and throughout the rest of the week. So, yeah, therapy is a good word for it. But 10 episodes in and, and I'm feeling good. You know, the funny thing about that is I've been doing podcasting either as a hobby or as a profession for what nine years, I think now. It'll be, I think it'll be nine years in uh, January. And it, there's something about that 10 episode mark that I feel like if you make it to that, you, you've you found yourself at least somewhat committed to this. Um, I've seen Auburn podcasts, but just general podcasts come and go because they never hit 10. You know, you got to really love talking about these things. And I hope that's what you guys enjoy about the Auburn experience. And maybe it's what you hate about it too, to quote another show. Uh, the <laughs> things that you, uh, you know where I'm going with this, Austin, the thing that you love and the things you hate about what we're trying to do here is we'll talk about anything. And that may be like, well, why aren't they talking about football all the time? Well, because it's much deeper than football. And let's be honest, folks, we've got enough of that going on right now, especially on social media, which will be one of the topics today about strife amongst the Auburn family. Because it's not all roses and cherries and puppy dog tails, right, Austin? It's, it's, it gets a little testy from time to time. It gets a little testy, and uh, we don't all love it. Um, it's not always the most fun thing. I think there is part of it that speaks to it all stems from the same passion we have. And and that's the good thing to remember is that there's a common denominator of we all want Auburn to succeed. We all care about Auburn. Uh, it's okay to have differences in that. And and sometimes we can make some fun of that. And we'll try and do that here in a little bit. We're going to have fun with that tonight. I, I think we'll have a good time with it. And we also on tonight, we're going to be uh, in our two major topics, hitting a sport that everybody is excited about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't even have to, to mention it. But uh, we'll get to that at some point. But like, we kind of like to just riff off here at the beginning and talk about what's on our mind, what's really hot in uh, the Auburn family spectrum. Obviously, right now, a lot of focus is centralized around 
uh, not just the football program and their struggles and, and the coaching situation, but the athletic director. And there was a lot of movement and noise this past week. And maybe by the time that you are listening to this show, if you're not listening to the live recording and you've uh, found it later in the week, you already know there's been uh, an athletic director name potentially. But at this moment, there's a lot of speculation about it. So we're not going to spend tonight on it a lot because there's not a lot of concrete details other than sources say uh, to talk about. But I mean, I guess, Austin, if you just kind of had to give an overview of your thoughts or opinions or just anything that you wanted to share about the AD search right now, um, and we'll obviously talk about it more on a future episode. Yeah, I think the biggest question we're all wondering is when are they going to name Kyle Plumas as the next Auburn <laughs> Athletic Director? Um, I mean, it's it's been days and months now since Alan Green. When they give me the money that I've been asking for, that's why. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, that was something we did talk about uh, in our ETC chat this week is when is Kyle going to be named? Um, I don't – my sources say it's not going to be Kyle Loomis. Um and so you got we'll the wrong sources out. then, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this this would be a great place to break it if you want to tell us you are the next. Uh, breaking news live on the show. Kyle Loomis named Auburn athletic director. His first action bringing back Gus Malzahn. And I just caused oh, half the my. audience heads to explode <laughs> on that note. Um, yeah. It, I mean, obviously like, what was it in the middle of the first quarter, all these, uh, I think it was Pete Thamel broke it first. All these people start talking that John Cohen, the current athletic director at Mississippi State, uh, is going to be the next AD at Auburn, and uh, or that advanced talks are happening, um, and it, it just took on a world of its own at that point. And so, nothing as of where are we right now? As of eight seventeen Central Time, nothing is official. Uh, John Cohen is not the athletic director at Auburn, unless uh, someone tells us in the next thirty minutes. Uh, he will likely not be by the end of this episode. So, um, you know, who knows? I, can I, can I just stop you there, Austin? You just jinxed sure. this because the amount of times things break on a live stream, because again, I, I've said it once already, we are recording this live on YouTube for those folks. If you're listening on the, on the main podcast stream, um, things happen on our live streams all the time, you know, commitments, decommitments, firings, hire, like I've had the amount of times I've had to change the direction of a show. We won't change this direction. Well, maybe we will. I don't know. I, I, we both just jinx us at this point. So just expect it <laughs> in the next 30 minutes. Auburn's AD will be announced and it's not me. I promise. That'd be quite a uh, move by the Auburn communications staff to break the AD hiring past eight o'clock, nine o'clock Eastern on a Sunday night. But hey, crazier things have happened. All that said, who knows? Uh, I, you know, right. I think we'll hear more and more throughout the week, if not a public naming um, at some point. But it, there definitely sounds like we're we're headed toward the final stages yep. uh, of Auburn finally getting an athletic director. Will that mean more changes in other departments? Who knows? Um, but yeah, it definitely got everybody in a ruse yesterday. And uh, you know, depending on what you believe, that might have been the goal of some people. And 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 Auburn definitely got talked talked about in the public eye once again yeah i just wish we were in the public eye for good reasons uh as it'd be nice Out, in the football realm we're uh in the right. in good standing in a lot of other areas especially one coming up that's we're gonna hit a little bit later in the podcast um but yeah that's obviously the the hot news around auburn right now 
Um, and we will address that further when we get concrete details about that. So maybe next episode is what we're going to hit on that. And, and around that as well, the whole coaching situation, I think we all can look at it and say this is probably uh, only a matter of time. I think a lot of people have been able to say that for quite some time. Um, it is just it is frustrating to continue to watch uh, the team struggle uh, in all facets. And, um, you know, we all have different ways of expressing that <laughs> some more productive than than others. Um, but it, I hope that people that came to Auburn and those of you that showed out um, really enjoyed being back on campus for the whole experience of it, because I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I listened to that homecoming video like on repeat the entire way down. I don't I, I still get a little, little choked up little lump in my throat every time I, I watch and listen to that. And I, it's been probably a thousand times through a playlist right now. It's it's good stuff. It really is. I, I give the uh, Auburn, uh, the War Eagle Productions crew credit for making a grown man cry once again. Um, <laughs> just well played and all on all accounts. Um, I really, I really did uh, have a great weekend though. And it sounds like you did too. No, absolutely. It was, you know, October football. Um, on the plains is one of my favorite things in the whole world and, and i hate we only got one this year um there's been years where we didn't get any and so um it was awesome you know outside of the wind outside of the i almost said outside of the wind outside whoa, of the game, whoa now listen we can't be talking about winds right now that is not yeah. happening <laughs> outside of the on-field display uh it was a great weekend i really enjoyed it and uh yeah it, i'm looking forward to the next one now it looks like I think if I remember correctly, we'll get them home away, home away here for a little while. So I think it's actually more away, regular. home, home, away is how we end it. If you think oh, about it, only so you, four left. You're right. Yeah. Only, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so for those of you that are lamenting about Auburn football, as I wish it was over, don't wish that because it's going to be over soon. Listen, bad Auburn football is still Auburn football, and I love it's when it's Auburn football season because. We almost didn't have it. I've said it a thousand times here. So enjoy it while you got it, folks. That's all that needs to be said. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This one will probably raise the uh, bristles on certain people's neck. We're going to try to have some fun with it, though, and just talk about uh, this concept that has arisen I think primarily Austin on social media um, and maybe some around the water coolers and, and message boards too, I guess is probably those type of situations. Um, a lot of discussion, especially on the Twitter sphere about an Auburn civil war that has broken out. And I, it's funny. I feel like this has happened before. Do you Austin that we've, we've gone through these civil wars before where everybody chooses a side and fights each other on it so it's, it's oh, interesting yeah. that this I feels mean, novel no auburn twitter if and if you're not on twitter i commend Don't you be. just because yeah <laughs> just stay off it's <laughs> it's just such an interesting place and the, the best thing i have someone ever showed me about twitter is it was a meme and there's a, it's got instagram and it says this is where we come to look nice and put together and all pretty another issue with social media in itself 
and then there was Facebook and it's like, this is where we come to be with our family and show our grandparents what we're doing. And Twitter was like, this is where we come to just do stuff that we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> That's exactly what Twitter is. It's just a mess. And the Auburn faction of it has just gotten out of control. I feel. And, and, and good parts and bad parts. We all know about all the memes after basketball wins and yes, and all stuff. or law lo- and losses and all that comes with that. And, and that is a fun part and, and a uniting force with the Auburn uh, fan base on Twitter. But yeah, it's, it can be a place where people are not afraid to express their own opinions uh, behind the keyboards and people are not afraid to uh, get at each other's throats about anything and everything. And so yeah. I think, you know, we're what we're going to get into is nothing like, super serious about it but we've seen we've seen some things on twitter that look pretty entertaining to think about if you want to divide up into factions this isn't factions is. on yeah oh hire harson or, or uh keep harson or fire him there's some more fun fun factions out there kyle it, it's really funny so I, I will give credit where credit is due I, and i i'm gonna say this live here obviously on the recording but in the podcast as well i do not recommend <laughs> this twitter account because there are times that i i've had to just kind of silence them no offense i am barning hard but i can appreciate the the good things that um sometimes come out of even bad situations so i apologize if that offends you i am barning hard i'm just being honest uh because there are good and bad things that come out of anonymous twitter accounts and sometimes that happens over here but to give them credit uh, what they tweeted out were the different groupings or factions of the Civil War. And the funny thing about this is, Austin, is that a Civil War, when you think you normally think about it, obviously the American Civil War, there's two sides. Right. But but really, and this there's truth in this tweet from I Am Barning Hard, the fact that there are so many different factions that could potentially like go to war with each other. And I find it absolutely hilarious. When I saw this, I just I kind of just burst out laughing. Uh, so uh, let's look at some of them. You know, we we'll have to be careful with some of these. I feel like because I, I, yeah. I know everybody's yeah. touchy feely <laughs> these days. So let's let's. This is all in fun, folks. If you get your feelings hurt, just don't. It's That's just, all I'm gonna just say. lighthearted. It's just lighthearted. Just, let's fun. let's start with this one. This is number one on his list. Woke Auburn Twitter is. It's not Twitter. It's Twitter. <laughs> uh that one comes out obviously during political high Mm -hmm. points which we're kind of in one right now uh with election season so i'm surprised that one hasn't been thrust to the forefront here's here's the funny thing give it time give it time give it time it's it's, (laughs) everything else is taking over the do you know who's probably woke twitter is it waiting for for their time to kind of restart their version of the civil war? They're trying to find something else for Coach Senator Tommy Tuberville to get mad about again. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and it doesn't. Yeah, I mean that that's it. once Coach Tuberville was elected, that was an easy target, oh, uh, an easy easy pushback for for them. So um, woke Auburn Twitter. I definitely can pick think of a few accounts. I'm not naming them. No, um, I've already, that, I've already, I've already gave one name out tonight. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I definitely think of, I'm trying to think of instances I've, I've seen that faction on full display. I definitely can think of some accounts where I'm like, yeah, that's where I would, if we're drawing a big, not oval, a big circle with a like a what do you call a pie chart? I'm yes. thinking of people. I'm put, I'm putting in woke, woke Twitter. Woke Twitter is a good one. Here's the next one. Did the eagle fly good Twitter? 
This is one of my. That I was love one of this my one. Yes, yes, that was that was I the. Love that uh, one. Is there actually a Twitter account that asked the question? Because you know you've got those ones that do the one thing one time each week. Like you know, I think there's the uh, the weekend one where it's a uh, Daniel Craig posting, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the weekend every Friday. Like, is there is there one out there for that? I'm not sure. If there isn't, there should be. But there's ones like that where it's like I know one that I saw and we talked about on this podcast a couple weeks ago is has Tennessee beat Alabama, and it was like. Last week or two weeks ago, whenever it had, it was like that had been their moment. They've been waiting for because they finally got to post yes. Um, and so uh, I don't know if there is an eagle one. I know um, there's a, a beat writer who who makes sure to say the eagle flew good or the eagle flew gooder today or every week when it happens. Uh, I'm trying to be think our- of who that is. That'd be our Auburn observer friend, Justin Ferguson. I, I, that sounds um, about right, honestly. I think that's, I, I think, yeah. It's just one of those things during the game I scroll and I see it and it just makes me chuckle, chuckle and then keep mm-hmm. going. But um, I like that one a lot. I think that's one of my favorites of the group. Let, let's roll through this one. This one can, again, not trying to pick on anybody, the Auburn beat writers. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah. like a big one right there because it's easy to lump them together, right? Um, yeah. I don't think they all lump themselves together, at least not, maybe not some of them, but I don't know how you divide that out even further. But it's you can see why the correlation is there, especially yesterday. There seemed to be a lot of camaraderie during the press conference, or well, waiting and <laughs> during the yeah. press conference amongst themselves. Uh, so there was kind of that as well, uh, which was really, really funny um, at times to watch. <sighs> I don't really want to get into it because this is supposed to be lighthearted, sure. but that's, I think that's one that you can really see. Yeah, I think, and we've had several who um, I think are good at their jobs uh, that have been around Auburn for a while. And so I think they, they, they've all gotten to know each other pretty well. And, and fair enough, they spend a whole lot of time together, I'm sure, yeah. uh, on the job. So, um, yeah, that one was one where I was like, you had to, you got to include that one. Uh, let's put, I'm going to skip down to one real quick. Cause, um, we may not have time to hit all of these, um, because we love the guy so much, Clint Richardson, alternate uniform Twitter. That was this, a good one. That was this a really is where good one. I saw this tweet and it was cause Clint quote tweeted it with a picture. If everyone can just close your eyes and envision the painting of George Washington crossing the Delaware river in the revolutionary war. But instead of George Washington's face, you have the Auburn uniform database logo over his face and the American flag has been replaced with an orange Jersey, I believe. And so it's it's just like that one was great because I think that's one where you've got the most amount of soldiers in it. Everybody loves talking about the alternate uniforms, no matter if you're for it, you're against it. If it's absolutely ridiculous or if it's even something, just the smallest tweak like face masks. And so, that's one where I think Clint, Clint's probably got the most amount of soldiers in his uh, army on, on that one. Clint has been trying and working me so hard to be part of alternate uniform Twitter. But I'm here <laughs> to tell you today, Clint Richardson, that I am going to be the faction that fights against you, sir. So I'm declaring <laughs> a civil war today over me, an old crotchety man who hates change, loves nostalgia. <laughs> I will fight you. We, I will garner up a a garrison from the bowels of Twitter that we will never, ever relent on the uniform should never change. And we will fight you, sir. So now we've my, got, 
Now we've got civil wars within the civil war, which yes. is exactly how I would describe Auburn Twitter to someone else that didn't know. <laughs> which is the great thing. The, the crazy thing is that, it, you know, I hang out with Clint Rott when I go to Auburn. So this will be really awkward when the two generals are meeting up with each other. So <laughs> that'd get awkward. All right, real quick. Uh, we're running out of time on this segment, but uh, Harson backed. We almost beat Bama in overtime Twitter. That's a good one too. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I wasn't wrong. I just changed my mind, Twitter. That's a big one. That's a big, <laughs> that's a, that's a, there's, there's also another one, a sub Twitter version within that, that I'd love to like dive further into, but we don't have the time for it today. And the one that I probably should be the, the banner holder for the Malzon lovers, Twitter. That's yeah. oh, what yeah. I'm, can, can I add one to it that sure. I, this is the one probably I will gladly claim just because I know it'll infuriate people. The Sunshine Pumpers Twitter. <laughs> Sign me up. I will that's, be your captain. Yes, that that's one that I think would have a lot of people in it, but also would, I mean, that's the buzzword. That's what everyone loves to bring up and, and would take a lot of fire. Uh, good for them, though. They'd be, they'd be happy because, I mean, that's the Sunshine Pumpers. Listen, I, I've never understood why – you think it's an insult to call someone overly positive? Yeah, there's bad. There can be bad things being overly positive, but I would much rather be that than the alternative. So sure. just that's why that's the one I would wear with pride, and then also declare war on the alternate uniform Twitter. That's just <laughs> kind of the enemies I'm trying to make tonight. It's a good. It's a good concept, and uh, it's one that I think um, a lot of people enjoyed having fun with and, and thinking about. Uh, I'd be interested to see if we if there's any others we haven't thought of. Uh, so maybe maybe some people can hit us up if if you're part of one that you know you're in uh, or if there's one that you notice uh, that we didn't mention or that I am Barning Hard didn't mention. So like you said, props to him for for coming up with that. Uh, I just realized we had a volleyball team Twitter. That's probably one now. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's probably another one. Go. Uh, if you got any suggestions share them out with us on social media but obviously we wanted to talk about the quote-unquote auburn civil war and just have a little fun with it because it was a pretty interesting concept so uh good job by barning hard the twitter account there you follow at your own risk uh but that was a really good one that i saw up there <laughs> so i wanted to give credit where credit was due another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One that I think there will be no disagreements about. Well, I say that and then I just realize that we're part of the Auburn family and there will always be disagreements. Always. The basketball team or basketball season in general is starting, but obviously the majority of people when we talk about their minds go to who? Austin Scott? And oh, I'm Austin, sorry. Austin left no. me hanging. Bruce I thought you, yes, Wow. I thought you were, I thought who was the beginning of a question that you were starting. Austin just <laughs> left sorry. me hanging live on the air and I've never in my life felt more left alone out here. <laughs> it, it was Pearl. like I was Bruce hanging out Pearl. over a ledge and he was the guy holding the only lifeline left and just like let it go slack <laughs> as I fell to my death. Thank I, you. Just, I was sitting here. I was like, oh man, what question is he about to ask me? Is he going to ask me who is going to be the starters? Who do we play first? <laughs> so 
No, I overthought it. Bruce Pearl, and we're pumped because he's he's reloaded, and we got an exhibition game on Wednesday night that we're going to see how his reloaded team comes out. And, uh, you know, I hadn't thought about this till just now. It's Wednesday night. I believe we play the University of Alabama at Huntsville in an exhibition game. Mm-hmm. That means me. it's meme season. Meme, it meme ready to go Wednesday night. We do not take exhibitions off. This is your <laughs> chance to get ready, too. You know, like – the team is going to play together against another opponent publicly for the first time. They're going to be working out the kink. This is your chance to work out the kinks, fire up the what did we call, deep fried meme machine? Yes, laser and, eyes. Uh, get the laser eyes out off the off the top shelf, and it's time to go. And so I'm pumped for all the things surrounding Auburn basketball. One of the great things um, from last year's series of content that we did is we did an interview with Auburn memes. Um, I know the individual's name but I'm not at liberty to share that. I don't know if he publicly shares that, but Auburn means obviously being the champion of such things. Um, had a great conversation with how this all evolved and how to actually do a good meme. And he gives yeah. some really good, but also obviously very basic things to do, uh, you know, fire up or fry them up. Uh, there's like mm-hmm. apps that you can do that on websites. You can do it. I do them all the time. Uh, he, he insists upon laser eyes, maybe not always laser beams, but at least the laser eyes. And then a good, obviously caption below that, if you can do, and there are other things right. you can do, make put little clip art things in there and stuff like, like, I see people get way overblown with them. Um, sometimes I'm like, how do you find the time? Like, it takes long enough for me to fry it, put the laser eyes in put the caption in and put it out on social media. Where did you find the time to do that? Oh yeah. I, I spent way too much time on a couple last year. Um, that I just, I shouldn't have. I wasted so much time doing it, but I took pride in it. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I wanted mine to be seen as we were scrolling or get some notoriety. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's time to go. We've got, we've been doing this a year now. And so people are going to be ready and we've got, we've got certainly got new content to use. Oh, uh, I have no doubt there will be plenty of uh, recent things being used. Uh, recent yes. Auburn events being used uh no matter the sport and so i'm excited and uh it's gonna be good i'm i'm i really think i'm just as excited to see all the new stuff in the memes as i am the games and uh, this topic was not supposed to be about auburn memes but but it's part of the uh, basketball culture so it a hundred percent is yeah so listen we're not really trying to do a season preview here we we've got a podcast separate of this the inside the jungle podcast with um, Jace Phillips and Chandler Fullman. Good luck to you listening to Chandler Fullman. I love you, Chandler. Um, <laughs> uh, they have a little bit of a preview of short, sorts they just put out last Friday. Go listen to that. We here at E2C Network YouTube channel are going to be covering pretty much every game live. I, I, I want to say 100%, but I can't predict the future. You know, there's obviously going to be a chance I might miss one post game shows, you know, analysis of things that happen. I may even do the best memes from each game video that I did last year. Some people seem to enjoy that. So we'll see what all gets out there. There's gonna be plenty of basketball coverage here, but I just want to give Austin the opportunity because my feeling is we're going to be talking about a lot of other different things, especially maybe next episode because of what may be coming. Um, Kind of looking ahead basketball wise, what do you anticipate? Not maybe not even a prediction or anything like that, but just where is your mind at with this basketball team? What is your outlook for the season? Sure. Yeah. I think the thing I'm most excited to see, and it's probably, you know, pretty easy to say, but you know, where does Auburn 
getting the most hmm, what's the word? Where does Auburn get the most uh help me Kyle? It, uh the most reproduction or, or find their production out with Jabari and Walker gone. Where where oh, do they gotcha, gotcha. go to yeah, I'm blanking on a word. Who is who is going to be their who's going to be their their go to guys, their scorers, their, their big time scores? Where where does that production level fill? You know, uh, after that big those two big losses, and and I don't think you, it, it'd be unfair to tell Janai Broom and Yoan Treo and Chance Westry to say, all right, you're the new guys. So one of some of you have to act like the number three should have been number one overall pick and a guy starting for the Utah Jazz now. Um, and so that I think how we're going to see Bruce Pearl, who's an incredible coach. And I think we don't give him enough credit for that. Sometimes we just think, Oh, he gets these talented guys and puts them all together. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to really see how Bruce Pearl takes the talents that Auburn has and develops them more and puts them in the right positions to be able to be successful. Um, and so I'm really interested to see how that works. It, there's going to be kinks worked out Wednesday night. Like that's, that's exactly why you have an exhibition. Right. Um, I was there when Auburn lost to Barry college and like over Barry exhibition. Oh, by the way, Please don't bring that name up. To, they went to the final four that year. Like, so it'll be okay. Um, but I'm really interested to see how all the newcomers gel. I'm definitely interested to see uh, how Wendell green, Katie Johnson and Zepp Jasper have taken that next step as the guards. Those three guys, for whether they should have or not, is up for debate, caught a lot of flack toward the end of the year um, on decision-making. and um, But Auburn's not where they are all throughout last year without those guys. So I'm excited for them to see take a leadership, possession, uh, leadership position moving forward. And, uh, man, it's just going to be so fun. It's going to be so yeah. fun. And it has been so fun for the last few years with the jungle. I know it – I mean, for a UAH exhibition game, the jungle is going to be in full force on Wednesday night. And I think about the freshman class that has seen it on TV and heard about the jungle and heard about camping out. And they're going to go to their first Auburn basketball game in the jungle on Wednesday night. And they're probably going to have to wait in line for a couple hours on a November night. That's going to be cold, but that's what you sign up for now. And so it's going to be really awesome. I'm pumped and I can't wait. My biggest thing for, um, this season well it's not the biggest thing but just thing that's on top of my mind since we're not really getting high level basketball talk right now just kind of just thinking about this is how hard it's going to be to get into a game this year for a reasonable price and that's a good thing right that's that's where we've come from we we came from they had to you know do promotions to get you to come to the games get a ticket with you know toys for tot donation like i remember those days which great to do that but you know uh, that kind of says something about your program to be honest with you so i I'm hoping that there will be some reasonably priced tickets somewhere. You may have to go to an away game to find a reasonably priced ticket, but even those now, like Athens, I think are already going for like hundreds of dollars just to get into the Georgia Auburn matchup there. Um, Probably same for Tuscaloosa as well. Here's my call out to people. If the students I'm not worried about, they're going to be there. Those are coveted spaces. Now, even in their off weeks or their, um, their break period for the holidays. They're going to mostly be there. If you are a person that has season tickets, that has club seat, that whatever seat setup you've got, and you're not going to sell them. First of all, I don't know why you're not. Uh, If you're not going to sell them, give them up to people like just do it. It, I mean, I'll take them, Uh, but (laughs) you know, um, not just a little selfish plug here. 
<laughs> it's going to be hard to get in this year. And we're a lot of us are going to have to learn and get used to being able to enjoy basketball from the TV in a time where you want to be in there. Cause I can tell you from firsthand experience, um, and I believe I'm, I'm going to try not to mispronounce your name, the Gesh family uh, uh, that offered up an extra ticket for me outside the gates to get in to Auburn, Kentucky. I showed up to cover the, what was known as Pearlville at that time, the, that night for the students. Right. And they, found out I was there and offered me a ticket and getting to be in that atmosphere was one of the best sports experiences I've ever had in my life. So if you got tickets, go, if you're not going to go sell them, please for your own benefit. But if you're not give them up to somebody so they can be in there to be part of this part of the Auburn experience. Cause it is incredible right now. I'm so yeah. excited for the season. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an issue for a few years when we see the area behind the benches and the area or areas in the orange sheets with empty seats. And it's just I don't know how one that you're not making sure you're at these games with the type of talent that's there and the coaching staff that's there um, and then given everything else in the athletic department at the moment, I don't know why you're not making that a point of emphasis to be there. But if you're not, you know, put them to good use. Um, and it's just the uh, Neville arena has become such a, a massive, massive point for this Auburn basketball team and a, and a home court advantage that is just out of this world. Uh, that home court advantage can go away, you know, if, if, if empty seats are common. And so mm -hmm. I hope that it's the case that people, make sure to be there one if they have the seats and cheer loud but if not to put them to good use and so um it's going to be a blast it is going to be so, so fun the, the nev is going to be rocking and uh it'll be a good one kyle I used thank you for calling I used, it i was about nev. to say thank you thank you okay. you're welcome. thank you for getting it right i am going right. to make it determined i'm determined this year to make to force everyone to call it the nev because people never win there oh my gosh I know that was pretty bad, but <laughs> it, there's some kind of turn of phrase you can do with that, 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 that works. The Nev just sounds good. I know people love the Auburn arena, arena naming. It just felt Auburn, It did, Auburn, yeah. but this is going to be great. Long ago, it was cliff hair stadium, not Jordan hair. And now we can never see it the same way. The Nev will be with us forever for, well, I, I guess for the foreseeable future. And uh, we got better get used to it. So, better start calling it the nev we're gonna add to your titles of all your other captaincy the nev auburn twitter yes civil war faction that that's kyle God, i gotta i gotta manage a lot these days yeah Jeez, no it's kidding not, it's not we're enough to do a podcast, podcast network yeah oh, gosh now i gotta do a civil war with four different groups at this point oh yeah. boy it's gonna and you've tough. already publicly made enemies with clint who has quite a following well, that's fine. Clint's been my enemy since day one. <laughs> Love you, Clint. Love you, Clint. Anyway, before I get myself into further trouble, that's going to do it for the Auburn Experience Show tonight. We appreciate you all tuning in tonight, letting us ramble on about anything and everything with the Auburn Experience, sports-related or not, because here we're all about the sports, the family, the culture of being part of this Auburn Experience. On the way out, if you want to find me on social media at Kyle Loomis 24 on Twitter, where can they find you, Austin? Uh, Austin G. Scott, I'm just about anything. War Eagle, everybody, and, uh, and we're looking forward to episode 11. Thank you guys for listening to episode 10. We'll talk to you next time. War Eagle.